Today's podcast is presented by our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation, who are constantly trying to strengthen the Cyclone community. You can support tomorrow's big ideas with a gift today. Be loud, be proud, be a part of the movement, and donate to the college or a department that you are passionate about today. Loyal and forever true, let's all help Move What Matters by visiting MoveWhatMatters.com today. Before history is written... Played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes. Recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. It is Williams and Bloom on a Sunday, the 27th of August, and it is almost kickoff time. The worst offseason of all time is behind us, and it's finally game week. We look forward to it, and we're going to have a loaded loaded Cyclone Fanatic um, just coverage all week long. I can't wait. Let's get after it and start things off with Williams and Bloom. Now, real quick, some of the um, – we will have um, – I, I just want to plug you guys for the podcast network this week. So, Title Nine, they go every other week. They went last week. They will be off this week. But uh, Grant Mahoney and Jeff Woody are going to have, like, a former UNI player that they know. I don't know the name of them coming in. We'll have football and random things. Um, and then – we're going to be doing all of our normal game week stuff. So we're back, baby. We are back. We'll have all of our streaming shows coming up on game day this week. Freaking awesome. Let's get after it. We are presented here on the Cycle and Fanatic Podcast Network, Williams and Bloom, by our friends at Mechdyne, the Mechdyne Corporation. I can guarantee you that Mechdyne and all of those great Iowa Staters that work there are fired up for this one just game week in general. So we appreciate them and they are the presenting sponsor of Williams and Bloom. Mechdyne.com, M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. I would recommend you go there and potentially um, they've got all sorts of job openings and they want to recruit Iowa Staters. It's a phenomenal company. I would, I would recommend going and taking a look. We are having a little bit of a issue because I've, we've some equipment got separated so I don't have headsets at my house. So Bloom and I are doing this podcast remotely, which actually is probably a good thing for some because we are on YouTube as well. So if you ever, if you wanted to watch the show, you can go to the Cyclone Fanatic YouTube page and find us. The only thing is, Brent, we're not going to have like our fancy music and stuff, which is going to be an issue when Yakety Sax time comes up at the end of the show. I'm sorry. I waited. I, uh, I waited 10 months for the sax and you leave me hanging. Thanks. We had a. I, I even brought Ames, equipment I brought issues and Ames logger and everything. Whoa, hey, I wore my Ames logger yeah. shirt just for you. Weekend. It's been a good weekend. Cheers. Mm. How much? How smooth. much of that stuff are you selling? By God, a lot of it. I mean, ever. It. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there was a point this weekend where I logged on Twitter and I was like, "Would you people please quit posting pictures <laughs> of Ames logger?" Like, I get it. I understand what we're doing here. This is guerrilla marketing. It's brilliant on your part, but it's just like every you're just, time. You're every you time mad. I open Twitter. You're mad. You're in Vegas and you couldn't get your hands on the golden stuff. <laughs> A little bit. You're, you're drinking. You're drinking Heinekens and and that garbage. I was not drinking Heinekens. No, no. I'm just glad you're really. Still, you're sober enough to be here today. That's great. You must have had a pretty no. tame trip. Yeah, it was a tame trip. Friday night got a little out of hand, but everything was everything was fine. Really, uh, really good to get out there. To be honest with you, because it really got me into football mode. 
was Thursday and Friday. So, like, what they did. So, Circa's got this giant ballroom, and they made it like Super Bowl Radio Row. So, ah. there were like 30, 35 media outlets there doing shows, and then just like, you just never knew who you were going to bump into. There were a lot of like celebrities and stuff there. And so, yeah, it was kind of cool to be a part of that. I'm glad that they asked us. Hassel and I did our show there. And then I did my preseason um, over under CW pod. If you guys want to listen to that, you can go to Iowa everywhere feed where I give takes on teams all over the country. It's not just Iowa state, but it was cool. And I, I wasn't surprised, I guess, in that crowd, but a little bit surprised, though, how many people were asking me about Iowa State and the gambling situation. And and, I, and it also was just like it. one of two things. One, we are in like this total bunker where we just know so much about Iowa State that we're not normal. Yes. There's also the aspect where it's just like, God, like there's like some real wrong misperceptions about this whole thing too. Like I'm on a bunch of national shows and stuff. And it's just like, Oh, well you lost the running back and you lost the quarterback and a tight end. Like Iowa state screwed. They're going to win two games. And it's just like, well, they might win two games. I don't know, but you're kind of looking past like, you know, there's a lot of like stuff about this team that, like that offense sucked anyways. And Fair. this defense is I'm not going to say the defense is going to be better than last year cuz that's a pretty tall task, but it wouldn't shock me either. Yeah, I so, mean just I think there's st- a lot of misconceptions out there. I I agree. Listen to stuff this week. It was very much like, "Oh, well, just right Iowa State off because they won four games last year and they lost five starters in the gambling thing when they weren't prepared for." It. And it's like, "Well, technically that is correct." Technically, Iowa State did only win four games last year. And yes, there were the five starters, including a starting quarterback and running back. And I get it. If this was happening in North Carolina State, you and me would be like, yeah, bury yeah. the Wolfpack. Like, Absolutely. oh my gosh, there's no chance. Because nobody follows it. Nobody knows that Iowa State is recruited as well as it has. Nobody knows that Iowa State has a bunch of young guys that haven't played yet that potentially could be pretty good. And they don't also dig into the fact that Iowa State was dead last in the Big 12 in offense with that running back and quarterback, not even just dead last, Chris, they were dead last by 10 points per game, which is mm-hmm. a lot. That is a lot of points and a lot of changes on Iowa State. So, well, yes, this is all technically true, and the surface level thing would be to bury Iowa State before the season even starts. I think if you look a little deeper, there is reason for optimism, and uh, that's why I'm excited for, for Saturday and the, this season because, you know, if you give me give me two options, do I want a, a elite defense – or an elite offense uh, that lost a bunch of starters, give me the elite defense that returns a bunch of guys because it's going to keep me in every game. And then mm-hmm. it just comes down to, can you make the small plays happen? And last year did not do that, but uh, everyone's zero and zero. Well, I guess there's teams that are one and oh, but you get the point. And Ohio looked very average, by the way, on Saturday. So, you know, I think, I think Ohio's you can look at lost their quarterback for the year. Yeah. I mean, you can look at this thing and go, man, Sure, right Iowa State off, and I saw Iowa State picked 14th by a couple people last week. It's like, okay, I mean, that's – right now, please do. Please pick Iowa State last because I think the people in that locker room would prefer it that way for now and uh, ready to show what they have. Just a heads up, we'll do a lot more on Northern Iowa on Wednesday show. This is the first year that we've had the Williams and Bloom Wednesday. So we're going to try and space things out. We're honestly, we're going to be figuring it out as we go. Uh, but that we'll do a lot more. I'm just being honest, I haven't learned a ton about Northern Iowa yet. I plan to do that in the next couple of days so we can we can bring it like that. I really wanted to, I did get one really quick plug for one of our sponsors here because I think this is important. There, so we did some pushes for Plaza RV here in Bondurant earlier in the off season. They do have a couple of rentals available for Iowa and Northern Iowa still. Could I use, could I use that service? Yes, you absolutely could. Okay. Yeah. I honestly I have an RV spot, but I don't have an RV, which is kind of a problem right now. They 
they they've got a couple and they have spots too, I believe, from what okay. I understand, for people who don't have spots, they've got some. Um what they, what does that mean? Like can they will they set it up for you or yeah, they drive, drive it up, it up there, they set it up for you, they tear it down, and you it's it's a really great service. One yeah. of my best friends, you know, Ryan, him and his family are doing it for every game this year. They've already well, rented their RV from Plaza RV. Plaza RV might not have a new month. customer, and that is the We Will Collect. Well, I, I wanted to let them know. I wanted to let people know because, like, that's a – especially for the Iowa game, I feel like that's, like, tailgating-wise, like, if you could have that, like, that's that's totally worth whatever. 100%. I don't even know what they charge for it, but that is yeah. 100% worth whatever it is. So wanted to throw that out there, Plaza RV um, – uh, I'll be talking to our guy, Scott. I totally forgot about that, but I need that service potentially. It's a great service. It's a great service. Somebody was, somebody listened to this show and ended up, they called about renting and they ended up just buying one from the guy. So we appreciate whoever, whoever that was. I wanted to throw that out there here at the beginning because I figured that that could be. And the other thing I figured we should probably tell people that you can't screenshot your ticket now. No. This is a good public service announcement, isn't? Because that to me feels like that could be a problem for a lot of people coming up on Saturday. Yeah, get your tickets in your Apple Wallet or figure out another or Google Wallet, whatever it is. Supposedly, you'll be able to access it even without internet. Although it was a lot easier just to send a screenshot when you're transferring tickets. But have a plan. Long story short, have have a plan before Saturday, because goodness knows the internet situation is very unreliable. I think supposedly yeah. they've worked on it with some more cell towers, but everybody has a plan until they're punched in the face. Uh, we'll see if that cell tower you, can hang in there. I'm trying to think of game week public services here. Uh, drink water. Lager, drink, drink water. Within the Ames Logger situation, Brent. I'll tell you, you can get my drink, Cody Road, about anywhere. <laughs> that's a fact. Um, no, for real. That so this thing like you launched this deal this week and it feels like it went about as good as it could, right? Yeah, it was awesome. People were like just selling it out all over the state, and more coming. They're restocking, and again, they literally bought three big tanks just to brew. So more coming to Central Iowa Monday. By the time you listen to this, but get on it early. Uh, Ames, Central Iowa, Des Moines. It was at all the high V's, all the fairways, but it was phenomenal. I don't have a number for you exactly how many were sold. But it was pretty cool seeing all the pictures and all the empty shelves of people unable to get it. So it's going to be a huge you, impact for us. And I'm telling you guys, I know you might not think it adds up. It really does. It really does. I mean, we're, we're getting a, a decent amount for every can sold. So if you think about where our budget needs to be, um, this could really impact things. So tell your friends, even if you don't donate directly to us, if you buy a beer, you buy a cold brew, you buy whatever, it'll add up. So thank you. I ended up putting a. Uh, you haven't had it yet, though. I got. I got. I'm going to walk one over. Yeah, I'd love that. Okay. I have not had one yet. Um, this is all going to come together here in the conversation. So, I was thinking about this because I I just put together uh, like my final raw thoughts on the team on the premium board before we did this. I wrote it on the plane on the way home today. And one of the things I was thinking about was the amount of freshmen that are probably going to play this year yes. for Iowa State. And I was thinking about it from an NIL perspective. We're not trying to make this an NIL show. We've been accused of that before. It's not the point, but I think it all comes together that when you watch Iowa State on Saturday, there's going to be a lot of people pulling up their phones. Who is that? Correct. And that does have an NIL impact. Um down the road. That's not really the part of this conversation, but when it comes to keeping these guys, uh, I think it's a kind of a fascinating thing, but I, I guess this is where I wanted to go with the conversation though. Bloom, a lot of freshmen are going to play a lot of freshmen. Yep. Is that good or bad? And I think I could make an argument both ways. Like I I'll, I'll, you want me to bring it right now and then I'll let you be the deciding factor here. You sure. go. Sure. Pessimist, Chris, pessimist, Chris, Coming off of four and eight, uh, really a really a bad, hard to watch four and eight where you can't even run the you can't run for three yards. You're turning it over. You're bad on special teams. You know the, it. If you're four and eight, averaging fifty points a game, it's a little more palatable for people. 
when you're doing it the way they did, where you're just so good on defense, it's honestly it's so it's 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 so maddening. And you come off of that, and now you're because that was supposed to be the rebuild, and now it's like, well, now we got all these freshmen out there. Now clearly, it was a weird off season with a lot of things that happened. So that's pessimist, Chris. That that doesn't bode well for the upcoming season. Optimist Chris, and this is the one that I like to be. Man, they've recruited really well. You know, this is uh, they were really young last year too, right? Uh, they'll be they'll be a younger, youngish type football team again. But a lot of these situations where these young guys are coming in, they're beating out guys. Correct. It's not. Yeah, it's not a situation where um, it wasn't planned lost, that they would. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are kicking the ass of the veterans which is a good thing. So, again, I can argue it either way, and it's probably a little bit in the middle. Like, it's good because you have all this young talent, and it's going to show at some point. It might be bad because there's probably going to be some learning, you know, a learning curve as it is when you play freshman in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, what do you think about that topic? Yeah, it's interesting, and I think, you know, the NIL plays a part into it because if a guy's ready, you play him now. Because you you don't want to risk uh you know him sitting on the bench and then you know it's interesting though because then if you play him though and he's really good then people see him um, which could be an issue down the road but I, that's that's kind of the 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 fear mongering part of it but I would say you know looking at Iowa State the five true freshmen that are going to play and going to play a lot are JJ Cole who may or may not start but he's going to play in the first game okay we can we can lock that in that he will play at some point. Yeah. Against you and I. Yeah, our podcast from last week about the quarterbacks is going to happen. We're yes. going to see multiple guys. They're, they're both you could probably, you're probably going to see three. Probably going to see three quarterbacks. You you okay. nailed it. You're going to see uh the the Hughes kid at some point in a package of some sort. Uh, so Cole, you're going to see Cole. You're going to see Ben Bramer. We've been talking about him for a couple of months now. Big rangy tight end. Think Charlie Kohler mode. Um, really skilled guy. Got him from Nebraska at the last second. He's going to be a dude, okay? And he's just – you can't keep him off the field. But C-Dub, that's a position where you're pretty good. So that's not a that's not a lack of, of depth standpoint. This is Ben Bramer came in and has been really good. And then, you know, on the on the defensive side, uh, you'll have Jack Sadowski come in. He's going to start at the Mike linebacker. Mm -hmm. uh, all reports are he came in right away and has been excellent. And you, you hear the comparisons, and I don't want to be unfair, but you hear the comparisons to Mike Rose, but a little further along than Mike was as a true freshman. And Mike was very productive as a true freshman. And Sadowski's going to come in. There's no question he will be your starter at Mike. So is that good? I don't know. But he beat out some good guys to get there, though. You know, he had to beat yeah. out a Zach Lovett from Missouri. Uh, and then you had to move McLaughlin and, and Willock and Marshall around a little bit. And so I think he's going to be really productive. And then at running back, you're going to see both true freshmen both Carson Hansen and Abu Sama will play. Now, is it going to be the situation where they only play them in four games? I don't know, but they're both going to play. They've come in and impressed enough. And this is where I look at this CW. I'm like, you know what? You could say, hey, five true freshmen, what are we doing? That's not good. But then also, you weren't good at running back anyway last year after Jirel got hurt. Jirel's no. not there. So why not give the best man for the job the opportunity? Those two guys won't start. I mean, it's going to be Norton's job. Sanders is back. Um, Harris has been fine. But those two freshmen have super high-end ability. And so you see what you have with them. And those five, ga five guys will play. There's some other ones, too, that, that might jump in and play on, on the defensive end. But, you know, I think for if you're Iowa State, if the goal is to win as many games as you can, you don't worry about, oh, my gosh, this might look bad. And what gives me confidence with the freshman situation is we're not talking about true freshman offense or defensive linemen. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you look at the interiors of both. You didn't mention Nagoya either, by the way. Yeah, and Benny, Benny's, Benny will play. I think, I think there's, there's more depth at receiver than, than people realize. Um, you know who's been good? Remember her name? Uh, Aiden Bitter. Yeah, in Bader, made that in, big catch in Kinnick last year. Yep, he's uh, you, he actually might you might see him just starting. He and Dimitri Stanley are in a really good battle right now. Hmm. Um, but you you've got you've got guys there that they're not in those positions of need where you talk about in the Rhodes era where you have you know was it Robbie Garcia playing starting defensive tackle at two hundred sixty pounds? 
you know, or Nick Leaders coming in as a true freshman playing in the Seneca Wallace era. Mm-hmm. You're good interior. Now, I think there are some question marks. The starting center is still a battle between Peterson and Boniface. I think interior are going to be great on defense between Orange and, and Jan Yedem. So I just, yeah, you're going to play some freshmen. But generally anymore, you look about any any other Big 12 program, you're going to play five to ten true freshmen. It's just the nature of it. I think we're used to Iowa State where you don't play as many. But that's starting to change because you want to reward these guys if they're ready to play as soon as you can. Yeah, And, and I think we're, we just got to kind of get used to it. It's not a negative. It's a positive that Iowa State's recruited well. Yeah, well said. Well, and, I, and Chris, and, and I think, you know, what, what your national media won't know, and I don't blame them, you still have the best secondary, in my opinion, in the conference. And if you can get, if you get enough pressure, now you lose Will McDonald, and I don't think we've really accounted quite for that yet. Like, how do you, how do you replace that double team that really freed up some other guys on no the doubt. defensive line? But that secondary is just really good. So I think they'll be able to cover up for some from lack of experience at the linebacker spot. So, you know, you're both freelers, you're Malik Verdans, um, t- guys like that. Trevon Howard's come on and had a great camp. I mean, I there, mean there, are na- there are numbers back there that can really help in Iowa State's defensive style. They weren't great linebacker last year. They were not. No, I, I totally agree. And you know, Ryan Vance is really a defensive lineman kind of playing linebacker. He got He almost got too heavy last year. You're right. I actually think that Vaughn will be a step up. I think Sadowski, you know, you hope will be a step up from where Reader was. Reader just didn't look athletic enough. Right. He was a little on the slower end. He um, was productive, but he was just a little slower. Yeah. You get another year of Willick and Marshall and and, uh, McLaughlin. Like those guys play quite a bit. I'm really bullish on the defense. Even, you know, you lose Lee, but. And no offense to – it's no disrespect to Isaiah. He played a lot of really good football at Iowa State. Like, not yeah. slighting yep. him at all. But it's they're always good there. You know, yeah, like, he was, I don't know he if it's Rashid. A... I don't know if it's a system. I don't know what. But they're always good there. And it, as long as there's no big injuries, like, I feel like they're – I think Orange will be better, honestly. I, I do. I, well, if you just – I Isaiah think he Lee, may beat Lee out anyways. He was. He was going to beat him out. Now, Isaiah yeah. probably would have played quite a bit because he was steady yeah. and he was solid. Isaiah uh, was never going to be an NFL guy, okay, or at least not a draft pick. Now, he'll probably make a camp. I mean, he was solid enough, but he's just, you know, he's six foot. Dom Orange is six four, three forty. Like, the, we just haven't seen a guy like that at Iowa State, and Onyedem's coming. Like, they, he's been really good. So, I just – you can look at Iowa State and you go, "Oh my gosh, they lost so much of a team that only won four games." But that you're just not you're not diving deep, and we've talked about it all summer. That Iowa State's really going to surprise some people. And you know, Chris, I looked today at the, the SP Plus stuff, which I have a lot of respect for. And again, it's, it's data at this point in the season; it's hard to really know because it's hard to account for transfers and everything else. But Bill Connolly's SP Plus is Iowa State beating you and I thirty-one to fourteen. Uh, that's pretty convincing. Now we'll see. So, so that might mean, and we haven't seen a point spread yet. That would lead me to believe that point spread may be more than we think it's going to be. Iowa State's defensive power rankings are so good, and I don't see it dropping a whole lot, at least early, until proven wrong. That well, your offense, I, you, your offense doesn't even need to be. Again, I just keep coming back to it. See, the defense has a chance to be really good, and and this isn't the Rhodes era where you were bad at both. Like, you are really good at defense. You hope they don't take a step back, and they might take a little one, but I just, man, I think the – I don't the, think the, the league's as good as it was in the I, Rhodes era either. I, and I that's the other part, is you still are playing who, the competition, and I just, man, am I saying Iowa State's going to win eight games? Absolutely not. I'm not that confident, but we, can, we did it last week. We did it uh, all summer. You're going to be in these games, and – who makes a play? Who makes Feels a play? Feels like we all kind of jumped the shark last week. <laughs> Feel like everybody just needs to have a Cody Road and chill out. Every, well, it's, and I get it. I mean, the national media, again, I see it. You lost all your dudes from a team that won four games last year, but it, nobody watched play for play how good Iowa State was in a lot of those games and just chopped their own foot off. I want to thank a couple of our sponsors. Uh, one of them's a guy who played really early in his career. He takes some of that NIL money. Colin Newell. <laughs> He'll be on football and random things with Jeff Woody and 
Connor Ferguson. They are recording on Tuesdays this year, uh, right before the Matt Campbell press conference, so you can look forward to that. But Colin, not only a great offensive lineman, great dude, really good insurance agent with Farm Bureau Financial Services. And he gives a portion of, or he gives a donation to the We Will Collective for every Cyclone fanatic who lets him give you a quote. Usually, I think he has a pretty good hit percentage. If he's, if he gets you on campus, he's yeah, probably going to sign he, you. He's he's a, he's a closer because his numbers yeah. are just really good. They're just better. Yeah, my guy, Brent's guy, Colin Newell. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Jeff Kelderman, Kelderman Manufacturing. Mark, his his right hand man, who tailgates next to he's got a rv spot next to the, that's how i met the kelderman crew was at the rv village they're the pride of oscaloosa actually Perfect. oscaloosa right now is going what that's a this uh, jeff kelderman's the pride uh, yeah seriously he is he is <laughs> are you they're really good people and i want all of you farmers to be aware of them as you get into harvest we we really think that this could be a a deal Honestly, that we we could tap something. One of my favorite b- things to do is to connect these small businesses and through our little Iowa State network here. And the Keldermans have been in business for decades now, but it was back in '77. Uh, Jeff's dad he created what is called the Kelderman Corn Reel. It's the original down corn reel, and it can save a lot of money for you. It can save a lot of damaged corn for you. They are farmers themselves. They test everything out. So all of our great farmers who are listening, uh, remember our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing in Oskaloosa this harvest season. I'm sure we'll see him on Friday night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Are you uh, prepared for... What might await you from the Keldermans? <laughs> yes, I'm always prepared. Okay, I have to take it easy on Friday night, though. We got an early morning on it's set. Hot. one o'clock so, game. Are we? Is it going to be really hot? I haven't Did even you, looked. Have you even looked? Yeah, it's unfortunate, no. everybody. High of 93 on Saturday. Jesus. <laughs> Any chance of lightning? Not in the forecast right now. God. Here's so the again uh, we need McIntyre. Let's get McIntyre or, or Amber Alexander on the on the horn here. Amber but, will have a forecast for us at Iowa Everywhere for the game. So perfect. Stay, stay the tuned. next, unfortunately, guys and gals, the next two Saturdays look very very hot, very yeah. very hot, and both are afternoon games. So Iowa State cannot win. Is if you think about it, why did they move to the afternoon? Because we had the lightning delay in eighteen. Remember that. And the game the got worst. canceled. That was horrible. That was one of the worst. And then that was what forced that awful Drake game. Yes. Yes. All because of the lightning delay. Oh. And, and so so they moved it to the afternoon because then it gives you more leeway. And you saw it with the Vanderbilt-Hawaii game yesterday. Uh, that game got delayed because of lightning. Well, now you're potentially playing in 95-degree weather in the middle of the day, which is not great. So let's hope it ho- – let's hope the heat breaks just enough. Although – I'm not smart. Supposedly, the humidity is not going to be awful. So it's not like going to be one of those 105-degree. At least you don't have like. to sit in that press box anymore. <laughs> well, there's air conditioning now. Is that true? Yes. I'm pretty sure it's true. Well, that's huge. You just raised my morale. I'm, that's I'm trying place. to weasel my way into the one of the club sections. Well, I mean, you know all the... Rich people, I feel like you could do that. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if they let Tom. Do you know I almost died thing. on Wednesday? Yeah, the monsoon. Monsoon in Vegas. You should have seen it. It was incredible. Aiden survived, though. Aiden, Aiden babysat. Yeah, he, he was fine. What was we're, more t- we're, we're out what there. Was- he, because I hate the strip. Like, I, I despise it. I don't even like going to it. Like, it. And Aiden wanted to see all the big hotels. And it's like, well, you know, you have to see it to realize that they're all the same thing. And so I took him down there and it starts spitting on us. And I'm like, well, that's weird. It doesn't rain. And then all of a sudden, Brent, it's like hurricane downpour. And like the guy in the Uber who was taking us back to Circo was explaining like he's like, we don't have. We don't have infrastructure for this. So the flo- the streets are just flooding, washing people away. People like Horrible. died, right? Like, I don't mean to joke about yeah, it. Yeah, some people did. Between the monsoons and the street performers, you just you just don't know over there anymore. Oh, the street. Just leave me alone. Just let me go for a walk. I don't want my picture with you. I don't. It's the last thing I want to do is give you $20 to Speaking- take a picture with you. Speaking of performers, you had some intel early, earlier this summer about the new entrance song. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Is it going to be? Is that, a, is that is that fact? Well, I mean, I'll tell you. Matt Campbell told me that in Dallas. Well, that's pretty good. Pretty good source. I would, but I, I also would don't ask. know if it had gone through like marketing yet. Right. You know what song? It's, it's not lollipop. Uh, I don't remember probably what not. it was called. Six foot snow. Go DJ, probably not. The op- Mrs. Officer, not probably a no go. I I don't know what it was called. <laughs> I don't I don't listen to Little Wayne. I I do. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, and we'll, honestly, we'll conf- I don't. We'll I, confirm for Wednesday. I'm, I think I'm past the point of my life where I care about stuff like that. I think I've you, finally gotten old to be that guy. I think uh, you you mean uh, uniforms? Have you heard anything about uniforms? Like we there's been no discussion. I <laughs> I about, used to be the guy leading that charge. Yeah. And I don't give what, a shit anymore. What happened? You've lost your fastball. Oh, I mean, I still like no. I still care more about the uniforms than I, I don't care about the entrance song. Fair enough. I think Paul Rhodes's entrance was so bad that it made me so <laughs> irritated. Bum, 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 uh. It's like all uh, the, so all the 65, 70 year olds are, we, <laughs> you know, like it, I, it was so bad. It, and I love Rhodes. Paul knows my thoughts on this. It's so bad that if you, the, what is it? Deep purple who sings that? Smoke on the water. They, let me hammer this out for you. And I've I've made my opinions felt up at Iowa State, and I don't think they give a shit what I think, and nor should they. Correct. We need to lean into the siren. More siren. More siren. And I also was thinking about this last night. How cool would it be to have like to pipe in like thunder and lightning sounds? Kind of like the With, wild, like K State does the. Yes. Yeah. We need to lean into the storm is brewing thing. Mm. That needs to be Iowa State's. That siren is badass. Like in Hilton, when everybody's up doing the jock jams, right? Which are ridiculous. And we need to get rid of those too. But for some reason, Iowa State yeah. is the only institution in America that still plays jock jams. But our people love it. They're all standing up and cheering. They think it's awesome. Do you, do you bring the crank horn to Trice? Is there? I'm not even. Hey, I'm not even criticizing it. Whoever's making that decision, the Hilton crowd loves jock jams. They think it's the greatest thing in the world. They're all standing up and dancing to the beat. Do you, the, the the question? So we we have some connections in charge of the music here. So I, yeah. and I know they're going to listen to this. Yeah, one of the great victories of this podcast. Yeah, they got that trumpet song. Was when the trumpet song played against West Virginia. It was like, so good. I mean. Beating so Iowa was the highlight number one. The trumpet song coming on was probably highlight number two. Highlight number three is when they played uh, DMX when Xavier Hutchinson scored the oh first game. And that was that was that somebody deserve whoever did that deserves a raise. Yep. But so we we can't X is gone. Does the trump is the trumpet? Are we past the point of the trumpet? 
you know, I'm still pro trumpet. I think I'm pro trumpet. At least like, yeah, give me, give me a little trumpet in the first game. Then we move on to something else. I'm just saying like, they've done a brilliant job incorporating that siren into things. Like, I don't know who came up with that, but it was really smart when they did that. They need to lean into it more. Okay. Become annoying with that. No, I I agree. Like like boomer sooner, but with sirens. It's just you're in trice and like just nonstop. Like make the old people nervous and the toddlers nervous that there's a tornado coming. Yes. Like I can see my five-year-old already freaking out, but that's what we need. Like that's we need to make Iowa State's thing. Nobody else is doing that. And right? there's been tornadoes during games. Like that hasn't yeah. happened oh. everywhere. So again, like I think I'm past like what is the entrance song? <laughs> and my thing now is go all in on the siren. So one thing that, that I, I was reading today, I wanted your opinion on this. The the average college football game on Saturday was six plays less with the new clock rules. But the average time of a college football game was only two and a half minutes less. Yeah, this is stupid. So, so we got more commercials and less football. We have, have we screwed this up? Oh, thing is completely. I was talking with um, Mike Palm about this. And for those who don't know, Mike Palm is like, he's like a world-class handicapper. Okay. So he watches football in a totally different way than like we do. He's looking at it all through analytics and like whatever. And he actually thought it would make the games worse because he thinks all the like generally in college, not everywhere, but generally in college, you have like younger offensive coordinators. You know, it's not like Bill O'Brien, right? Like, it, yeah, you they're, know they're not going to be patient and let things play. He out. thinks that they will overcompensate and try and go faster now and it'll make it. the games worse. Hmm. Interesting. But I told him, I said, Mike, when is the last time you've sat in a game and like not watched it on? Cause he's used to watching it at Circa where there's 15 different games going on on TV. It's fine. The time does not bother me on TV. It is excruciating yeah. in those I, stadiums. And we haven't fixed that part. Have we? I don't think no. we fixed that. I, the, I am already dreading in 95 degree heat looking at that guy with his red hat on just standing there spinning his little clock. Yeah, I I think that this will be one and done. I think they'll change the clock rules back after the, this year. The, the good news here, C-Dub, it's on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, that so helps. The breaks are 45 seconds fewer. That helps. Technically, yeah. So that'll help move it along a little bit. This could actually be a game under three hours. Because you and I is going to want to run the ball too. So as I would yeah, say. Yeah, can't certainly can't see Iowa State throwing it all over the field. I, I don't know what the over under is going to be, but man, if it's, I, I'm guessing it's going to be less than fifty for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I was thinking about under this. 40, it might be under forty five. Watching Ohio and sitting next to an insufferable Iowa fan all weekend watching these games. About really how ugly these first three games could get. Yeah. I was, I don't know. I, good, I'm not point. sold that these Iowa fans, you know, I'm like, Hassel, you, you got a they fourth were, string receiver from Ohio state. They were and they worse. Think, than, yeah. Yeah. I just like, here's my deal. Like is Kay McNamara a lot better than Spencer Petrus? No doubt. Well, yeah. Like, so that alone is, but uh, can you imagine, like, that Brian Ferentz is going to be cooking up oh. these, like, outrageous schemes oh. all of a sudden? No way. You, you raise a good point. The, I, so, if, if I'm – this is interesting. If, if Nate Shieldhouse, through the first three games, could look like he's struggling, but I think all three could be super low possession, kind of muck it up type games. So I would caution people not to draw too many conclusions off of Nate Shieldhouse's style in those first three. Well, yeah, because you you know Iowa's going to be elite on defense. They'll be good, yeah. They'll Um, be good. That Ohio game is going to be football vomit. Did you watch their offense? Yeah, they're they're... They're not getting 200 yards against Iowa State. Now the bat, now that backup, and they're they're not. Their defense, they won't get their defense was yards. okay. 
And I think they won't. You, they will not break 200 yards <laughs> against Iowa State. I hope defense. that's the case. And you and I is going to want to try and slow the game down, right? They want that thing to be yeah. 17 to 14. Well, and like they're going to get. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I'm not. I'm out of the predictions game with these Northern yeah. Iowa games. Like I. I don't know. Do you know? So one thing to keep an eye on here: their kicker is really good. He's the yeah. same guy that made a bunch of kicks a couple years ago. He's back. Cook is his name. So Chase Contreras is going to start. Is that a little breaking news for you? Yeah. Uh, not to new... our uh, premium subscribers, okay. but for the podcast yeah. listeners, absolutely. Yeah. New new kicker. New kicker names for the opener. Oh, I was also told I had a semi-angry email from a fan. I don't think he was mad, but he was clearly annoyed that I kept referring to Contreras as the kid from Nebraska. I apologize. He is not from Nebraska. He's from Iowa. He just happened to go to Nebraska, and he's not a kid. He's a young man. So, sir, I apologize. Thank you for qualifying that. He's a Missouri Valley Valleyan. What were they? Western Iowa Conference. What is Missouri Valley's nickname? Called a lot of games there in my life. They're in that yeah, I, trainer Underwood. Yeah, it's, it's a good little. It's a good little community. Tri Center. Are they the Warhawks? I want to say they're the they're 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 the know. Braves or the Warhawks, something like that. Pride of Western Iowa. All right, yeah. I'm good on football. Are you? Should we do a little uh, Big Twelve talk? Some Big Twelve. Yeah, it's it's. I I think everyone's just like, all right, give me the season. Right? We've yeah. we have we have analyzed. We're, we're through gambling. We're, let's analyze this thing to death. I'm. Maybe it's me, and I'm an optimist. I'm more along the lines of Bill Connolly, where I think Iowa State actually is turned some heads in a positive way on Saturday, wins comfortably. Hassel thinks that Iowa State's going to win by like 17. I agree. Is that wrong? Okay. No, I, that's fine. I'm not trying to we like. Just, yeah, we get so caught up anybody. on what's happened in the past. No, I, a, I, let's say that spread came out at 17. There's no way I would bet on Iowa State. Oh, I I agree with that, but I'm just like, I <laughs> come think, on. I, like, I think what are you we, what are you people like? Don't you learn from anything? Every time were, Northern Iowa comes, it's a absolute, you know, nail biter. Yeah, but in, in the the slower games, I don't know. I yeah, I again, I'm still cautious, but I also think Iowa State has the depth advantage, and and in a weird way, the heat will help yeah, Iowa State. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Shout out to our friends at Whitfield's Hybrids. They present our Big 12 segment each and every week here on Williams and Bloom. We had a good meeting with our friends from Whitfield's last week. I love the fact that they're an independent company. You know how much money they could have sold that company for over the years? Oh, my gosh. They're like, nope. Keeping it local. Keeping it independent. I love the fact, too, what they're doing, where they're building this big plant in Ames, and they're really trying to invest in the Iowa state community. So that it's a great company. Uh, we have a lot of Wiffles guys and gals who listen to the program. Shout out to each and every one of you. Give me, um, so I was on the VEASAN college football podcast. Nice. Uh, with Tim Murray and he, we, he was picking my brain on the big 12 and Tim Pretty all in on Texas to win the league. Okay. And I but and I, I said this for they would have been one of my poll too, for what it's worth. Yeah. But yeah, they should they should be number one in everybody's poll. Yeah. But again, Brent, it comes to the what's the difference part. Yeah. Like they're always more talented than everyone. Right? Now, okay, so yours is experienced there. You know, he wasn't last year. We didn't really know. He's got some reps. I think their offensive line may be the best in the country. And that's where they've gotten better. When it's all said and done. That, that's where I was going with this. Like, is, if yeah. if Texas is back, and I don't think they will be. I think they're like 10-2. and two. And by back, I mean national championship contender, right? If they're back, like, that's got to be why. Because it's like, I, I'm not like, oh, Steve Sarkeesian just flipped a switch in the offseason and now he's this brilliant leader of men. I don't buy that either. Yeah. I, no, I, I agree. I, I think they do have the most talent of anybody in the conference. Okay. I mean, Quinn Ewers, if he has a year that people think he could, will be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. 
they have an offensive lineman that will go in the top five. They probably have three of their offensive linemen that are first or second round picks at some point. They have gotten better. They have recruited well on the interior. Their defense towards the end of last year was really good. And they return a lot of those folks. They did lose Bijan Robinson, but they got some guys, some transfers in. They got a transfer receiver from Georgia to pair with Worthy. You look at their roster and you go, yeah, okay, that looks like a top 10 roster in college football. Mm-hmm. The problem with Texas has always been, though, has been the offensive line for one, but then when things got difficult, the thing fell apart. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if things get difficult if the thing falls apart. And they still have road trips. I think they have to go to Alabama this year. Boy, they, that, got, that road trip to Ames in November is terrifying yeah, to them. Well, I, I right would now. Be, if I'm them, I'm and they're they're gonna overlook that thing. That thing the way we think Iowa State's gonna play. Oh that circle that one, everybody. It, it I don't care to, what Iowa State's record is, circle that game. Same. And I if, if there was a <laughs> Again, sounds kind of weird now, but if there's a point spread for that game, I would take it right now. Uh, we got to get I, past that too. I know we're, I, I, we're we're if we now you can't even get yakety sacks to play, so this is your own fault that we can't get past it. But we are uh, going to play guess the point spreads. That's coming up. <laughs> the uh, yeah, Texas should be the favorite, but you know the one thing why Oklahoma was always Oklahoma usually had some some mental toughness when things got hard on the road. They would win those games. I don't know if Texas does yet. What has Steve Sarkeesian done on the road to prove he can win a tough game on the road? Nothing. Like, they blew one to Texas Tech last year. They, That's what done. I said to Tim on the VEASAN thing. It's like, I get it, Tim. They're more talented than the rest of the league, but they always are. Like, they're that gonna, has not changed. Yeah, they're going to have they're gonna have the uh, NFL Rookie of the Year this year. Bajon Robinson's, like, going to win the Rookie of the Year. I don't think there's any question. Uh, so that's hard to replace, by you the way. You heard of Will McDonald? Yeah, well, I mean, offense – Offense, we'll get defense. Yeah, that's a lock. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I, I get the Texas hype. I, I see it, and they'll probably destroy their first opponent. But let's see how they respond after they lose to Alabama. Can we talk I think about that'll tell Kansas us a lot. State? Yeah, they're they're the they're they're the Iowa State in the margins right now. Is what they are, and a and a reputable quarterback. See, so here's good point. K State is an example of. If you get a quarterback that can be competent, your offense can really take off. And Will Howard was really good last year, and he's back. But remember, two years ago, he was horrible. So you can get better at that position with a new coordinator and some time in, in under the same uh, same tutelage. Are you buying K-State? I don't know. They're a weird one to me. I really did my win-loss like dissect – because they're just not overly talented. So it, it, this is, man, Brent, we've been fighting about Kansas State teams for 15 years. <laughs> but my they point did. is, like, you you use the word margins, and you're exactly right. But if that if that dips a little bit, they could go to seven and five really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, just, I... and that's the same way what we're saying. Iowa State could go – four and eight to seven and five really fast if the margin thing happens Max. but that's we don't know you know yeah and i have to look at their schedule but there's i mean there, there's gonna be a lot of games in the big 12 this year that are this, the point spreads are three to five points and it's just like who makes the mistake um Is it yeah, time and then the other spreads? one i was on i'm on um i'm on texas tech now i like them uh, okay they lost a bunch off a really good defense. They lost five really good line, like you know, tackler. I get it, but I think they're they're going to be really good on offense. I still can't get over the uh, Oregon guys from that Fiesta Bowl during the COVID year, saying the only thing you need to remember about Tyler Shuck is his last name rhymes with suck. But it's three years ago though. That's my thing when I look at them. Is He's a, what, sixth-year guy now? He's old, yeah, yeah. Like, he shouldn't, even if he's, like, not, he's not Caleb Williams here. No. But, like, no, he he's... should, he shouldn't lose games for you at that point, right? That's that's fair. He's he's also not Rocco Becker, J.J. Cole. He's played a bunch. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, right, let's move on. 
And it is everybody's favorite segment, and it's finally back. And I'm so pissed off that I had the equipment problem, and we cannot play Yakety Sax. I promise you all that Yakety Sax will be back next week. Is that cool? We're, we're going to have to take it. We're going to play it. Guess the Point Spreads, and our friends at WebWise are back to sponsor it. Oh my God, Kevin, my guy at Webwise, Kevin's great cyclone. He, uh, they, so they built my 712 media site. They built always race day for us. Like I use the, I always recommend these guys to my clients at 712 media because frankly, you know why I like them? One, they're clones, but they're up in Mason City. They don't charge like the big city. Oh my prices. gosh. Some of these web companies oh, are out of control. Out of control. Out of control. These guys are phenomenal. Uh, two cyclone alums they're really they're really into what you've done too with we will they've been pretty big proponents i always see kevin he's pretty sure kevin was all over the place looking for ames lager saw that on twitter <laughs> or something like that yeah <laughs> like everybody else My keep God. buying it right. everybody keep buying it all right so we don't have yakety sacks because of the equipment problems but we will next week i promise i have not gone down this list of big 12 games either so I'm assuming, Bloom, that you have not cheated. I, I did not cheat. I avoided it because I was so excited. It's like Christmas. This is going to be one of those weeks where we don't have all of them because of the FCS thing. Friday night, Missouri State is at Kansas. There is no point spread for this one because it's an FCS team. And that's the same thing for Iowa State as well. Here we go. Big noon kickoff on Fox. Prime time. Oh, no. Prime time. Colorado is at TCU. Guess the point spread. Is this game at TCU or is it in like a neutral it's in It's in Fort Worth, yeah. Oh. Uh, 24. 20. Ooh. Loss. That will be, if you can get it at 20, play it at 20, because I think that'll go higher. Yeah. I think it'll close closer to 24. Okay. Just my opinion. Arkansas State, the Red Wolves, are at Oklahoma. <laughs> These are brutal. <laughs> I mean, come on. Arkansas These State. are absolutely brutal. I have I have no idea. What's a red wolf? What's the difference between a red wolf and a different kind of wolf? Um, the ones are red. <laughs> 27. <laughs> 35. Oh, that was... No. <laughs> You were uh, way off. Way off. Samsonite. The Dylan Gabriel, how important was that injury last year? Is my question. Uh, Not enough to save them from being six and seven. Maybe no. they're seven and six. I, I, I that's another team that I'm not. I'm, I just I'm not buy. I'm not buying now. They'll they will destroy Arkansas State though. So don't don't. Well, that's another. Yeah. So the question I had to again, I'm referencing this Veasan podcast I was on. I said to him, "What are the what would you put as your odds that Brent Venables ever coaches a game in the SEC? Fifty fifty? Yeah, he's got to win eight. He's got to win eight games. Will he? I mean, I I don't know. That's the number for him. Eight. All right, uh, let's keep on trucking. Rice. The Owls know. are at Texas. Oh, geez. Rice is horrible. 30, yeah, 36. Wow. Not bad. 35 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Fastball's back, baby. I know what I'm doing right here. I'm looking at the UMass is a 39 and a half point underdog at Auburn. I want UMass. They look good. They look good. You made some money on them on Saturday. Woo! Their, their collective got chirpy on social media, and I loved it last night. UMass has a collective? Apparently. They were tweeting at, like, Elon Musk and um, uh, who's Pat McAfee, other wealthy people. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. By the way, Lincoln Riley still doesn't have a defense. <laughs> My God, how are they always so bad? It, how does this Alex Grinch still have a job? I don't know. Honestly, he's a okay. Campbell guy. I know he is, but how does he still have a job? His defenses always suck. Everywhere he goes with talent, they're always bad. That's a good point. Every time. 
Has he ever had a good defense? Like one year at Oklahoma, they they caused a bunch of havoc turnovers, but Texas State is at Baylor. Oh. Isn't Texas State the school from the movie Necessary Roughness in yeah. the nineties? Yeah, I think isn't Spadaball Spadaball still there? Jake, Jake Spat anyway. Um poof, twenty. Twenty-five. Oof. Actually, it's up to like twenty-seven now. Uh, and no, Jake Spavital um, is not there anymore. I don't know who the coach at Texas State is. Our old friends from SEMO yeah. are at Kansas State. There is no line there. Uh, where else are we at here? There's a lot of these Big 12 games without lines. Uh, this is a fun one. Actually, yes, this is this this is this weekend. Sorry, I'm, I'm putting – no, it's not. I'm already looking ahead to the second now. Is the second this weekend? Yeah, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, good one here. West Virginia at Penn State. Yeah, I like this game. I like this game a lot. I, I'm going to say this point spread's like 18, but I like West Virginia if that's the case. 20. Oh, not bad. That's my that's that's my play of the week. West Virginia is not nearly as bad as people no, are making them out. They're not. Either. And he's he's got to get he's got he's his his job is on the line, but I actually think they have some talent there. Here's one. Texas Tech is at Wyoming. Oh, no. Why are they going there? <laughs> Iowa State went to Wyoming once. It did not go well. Um, Tech, 13 and a half. 14. Not bad, sir. Uh, okay. If you're a first-time listener, uh, you need to realize we always guess the two-lane spread <laughs> because that's my second favorite team. South Alabama at Tulane. Mm. This is a fascinating That's game. A South game. Alabama, one of the predictors to win the Conference USA. Yeah. It's at where's it at? Tulane? It's at Tulane. Tulane eight. Six. Not bad. Doing pretty well here. Yeah. Sam I'm... Houston is at BYU. Oof. I hope Sam brought some friends. Um they're not good. Are they Division One now? I don't know. Hard to keep track. 15. 20. Okie dokie. Where's I UCF? Where's you, who's got it. UCF got anybody? I did not see a UCF line anywhere. Okay. Hold on. Central Florida. Oh, they play Thursday, buddy boy. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Kent State at UCF. Yeah. Give me a 22. second. Okay, got it right now. I got 22. it. 22. 33. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. What about Houston? Did I miss Houston? You, you did not say Houston. Man, we got to get – I am still like – we got an adjustment period. Yeah, I feel like people just need to bear with us for a little bit. It's not – it's going to take us – Oh, they got a, a good one. They got UTSA, buddy. I don't see that spread. I'm going to guess Houston's favored by seven and a half. Houston football um, is in a real tough period right now. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I asked somebody who's really smart in the Big 12, not an Iowa State person, a Big 12 person, okay? I asked them over the weekend to rank the jobs in the Big 12 for me. Okay. They put Houston as the worst job in the Big 12. Ooh. Oh, by the way, it, I found that line. Yeah, what UTS, is it? I, UTSA is a one-point favorite. Yeah, not, they're good. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Okay. Isn't that shocking to you that that person would tell me that, though? Yeah, that's really weird. Is it just, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but... I, I thought it was fascinating. I don't know. Of, I didn't... Bunch of bandwagons. Yep. Well, here's All here's right. let me here's a wrong. Then we gotta go. Uh, here's my prediction. You ready for this? I'm ready. Dana struggles this year. The next head coach at Houston is Tom Herman. Oh wow! Bringing it back, circling it back. Because he's at FAU, he's at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. I could see him going back to uh, Houston. Wouldn't you just want to stay at Florida Atlantic if you're Tom I, Herman? I, yeah, just win that league every year. Yeah, live on the true. beach. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, I don't want to live in Houston. I know that. 
most yeah, days. It's like, God, like that. Although, terrible. but the talent is so much that is so much better there. I don't know. Interesting. Well, this is fun. Football season. Does Cincinnati have a game? Probably. <laughs> this is not going. This is not going. Well. Eastern Eastern Kentucky at Cincinnati. Oh, they don't a, have a. Yeah, they don't have a point spread. That's the yeah, Jane Higgins team. I think they're going to suck. Eastern Kentucky. No, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, a bunch of transfers to be determined. All right, good clean fun right there. Well, we're back, baby. We're back. We'll be back on Wednesday as can you, well. Can you at least bring sacks back for Wednesday just so I yes. can? Well, okay. we will work Yakety Sacks into the program on Wednesday, I promise. Thank you. Thank you. Right. He's Brent Bloom. Cheers. My name is Chris Williams, and we'll be back on Wednesday for you. A lot in between then as well here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.